welcome y'all to the messy life this is michelle and my husband tim should be somewhere so let me see if i can get him tim where are you it's time to talk are you coming i'm here i'm here Okay. Okay. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where you been, man? I was clipping my toenails. That's nasty. Well, actually, it's a good thing. It's It's not nasty. It's sandal season. (laughs) Yeah, man. Keep them toenails. I can't have my feet looking ratchet. Heck, dude. Are the cool kids still saying that? I don't know. I still say it though, because sometimes things can be ratchet, right? Come on. Well, my toes. My toes are on point. They better be, because I can't be out with you with your nasty toenails. So you need that messy life. Yeah. Thank you. Happy. Friday. <laughs> 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 I'm, I wasn't uh, sure if I should be like scared like a horror movie or like the NBA finals are coming on. Woo. Not sure which one was coming. Well, it's time to catch up with our list. It's been a minute. Okay. It's been a minute. You're right. You're right. So my lovely wife. <sighs> what's the haps? What's the sitch? What's the 411? Man, tell me what's going on in your life. Tell us all. Uh, how's the fundraising going for the mission? Well, um, some of you guys may not know, but I have joined a team of, there's nine of us going on a mission to Birmingham, United Kingdom. Alabama. Oh. No, not Alabama. I honestly, when I first read it, I was like, what is this all about? But it's, we're actually going to be helping out the Battelle Ministries. That is an international ministry group that helps people who are afflicted and addicted um, get back on their feet. And we're going to go and support them in any way that we can. And we're going to have ministry time. Uh, myself and a few others of us in the group are going to do some devotionals and some teaching. And so I'm really excited just as it's something um, close to my heart as coming out of addiction and being afflicted in different ways. I believe this is going to um, not only touch our lives, but they're going to touch our lives based on their stories and listening and working with them. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, the fundraising is going pretty well. I was honestly afraid to ask people to help with fundraising efforts because I'm a more of a like I'm going to work hard for something and I'm just going to pay for everything but what I found is that when I do ask for help people are actually really wanting to partner with us and with myself to further the kingdom of God in this effort and so I am really excited for missions I think this is going to be the first of many for myself and maybe for us at some point and the fundraising is going well. Now I'm just looking at some other ways to sell some items, maybe some baby blankets that I'm going to make and some postcards nice, that my nice. cousin designed. So I'm looking at doing some of those things. So I'm pretty stoked. We're going to be selling stuff at our churches, stick around Sundays, Father's Day events. And yeah. All right. So yeah. you want me to knit an afghan? If Man, if you can knit an afghan, I'm going to be like, I, I can't wait to see what it looks like. <laughs> I don't know how. So <laughs> that sounds exciting. Ha- have you checked to see what the weather's going to be like during that time of year? I mean, as a meteorological enthusiast, I would have already looked at that. I know you would have, baby. <laughs> I but I haven't looked, and I figure I'll just layer. I'll bring layering items and be good to go. Okay. Yeah. That's a good I plan. I don't think it's going to be snowing. So That's psh- a good plan. I'm good. Does it, does it snow in, in the U.K.? Um, I I'm not sure. I figure it rains a lot more than anything, so I'll be prepared. Okay. I'll look when it gets closer to time. That's good. That's good. Well, you watch a lot of um, British type uh, shows, so, I do. so you'll probably be prepared. It's pretty nice right. every time that they're doing uh, a show. So I don't really know what the weather's like. A lot of rain and pretty pretty areas. So, but I'm okay with wherever we decide to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, 
What else is new in your life? Um, we went to this um, community gathering called Agape Nights. Agape is yes, a... Yes, we did. Well, there's a, the ga- agape love is that unconditional love that God has for us. I believe it's Greek. See, I thought it was tequila shots. Mo- yeah, that's agave. Oh, okay. See, that's... Agape is unconditional love. There's a four different types of love written throughout the Bible, written in the Greek. And agape is that unconditional love. And so it's agape nights. It's a worship night where the community of musicians, the community of um, singers come from all different areas. Worship Worship together. People. Yeah. All the worship leaders. um, It's pretty cool to watch and to be a part of. And so I highly enjoy it. It's just a really good time of getting people together. All different ages can come to this and they do it a couple times a year. And it's pretty awesome. So we had agape nights. Um, yeah, we just finished nice. up our. Uh, How do you like it? It was great. It was great. Um, everybody was was in the spirit, dancing mm-hmm. around and uh, moving, and it was it was like um, you took all the the worship people, the people that really get down mm-hmm. out of these churches, and put them all in one room. And it was pretty cool. Everybody, you know, there was blankets out. Some people were kind of sitting around. There was no chairs. I loved it. Um, it was powerful. It was powerful. Um, yeah, I was, I after a while, I was just drained and I was ready to go. Because, uh, yeah, man, like, like I did in basketball, I left it all out on the floor. That's right. That's right. That's right. I love that. So, um so the other things that I've been doing is we finished up our Cherish group, which was yes. a book that we read called Cherish. And I don't have the author's name right now in front of me, but it was an amazing book on how to cherish your spouse, how to cherish your loved one in the way that they need to be cherished, not in the way that you believe they need to be cherished. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know what the word cherished meant. And as a Christian woman um, and just as a woman in general, regardless of my beliefs, I wanted to make sure that my husband felt loved and felt like he mattered. Gary Thomas. Thank you. Gary Thomas is the author of Cherish. And even more so because I am a woman of faith that God calls us as the women to submit to our husbands, to give our life and be his helper. It doesn't mean that he gets to beat us down and treat us like crap. It means that as a wife is to her husband, a husband is to his wife. And so he is called in the word is called to love us or love me. And my husband's called to love me and respect me. And I am called to submit to my husband. And that doesn't mean that I just do whatever he tells me to do. But it does mean that I make him a priority and I put his needs first sometimes and I make sure that I'm spending time with him I make sure that I make him the priority after my faith after my God and I make sure that he knows that and I pay attention to him and I study him and the book really helped us to kind of talk about some issues that we may have had um, my control issues maybe some of your passive-aggressive stuff that came out it was really good for us to discuss what our marriage can look like when we truly cherish. And that word, 
I don't think it's used enough in loving relationships. And so I really enjoyed it. It was a great group. We had a great group of people that were in our cup, all the couples. And we're getting ready to go bowling with everybody. So I'm pretty stoked oh, about that. Bowling date coming up. That's right. Yeah. Small groups yeah, are so nice. important for your community and for your walk with Christ. Don't you think? They are. You make friends. You make connections. You get people to hold you accountable. And just uh, you get that uh, community. Mm-hmm. And so in this class, um, it taught you kind of about sacrificing mm, yeah. for your spouse mm-hmm. and pr- making your partner a priority. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's a whole lot more to it, but you know, it was a great class. Yeah. It there was wasn't enough weeks to really dive into it as yeah. much as it should have been. Well, the good thing is, is a that good foundation. Yeah. Right. And I think there's going to be more of these cherished groups. And so I know at least for our church that that is a prayer that we have that more people will want to lead these groups and be a part of them. And when you have strong marriages, especially um, just in your communities and in your churches between a man and a woman, you start to see growth in other areas as well. Your children are watching you. Kids around you are watching you, even if you don't have your own children. And they start to see, oh, this is the image that God had for marriage. This is what it looks like when God says that he's the bridegroom and the, the church is his bride. He, he loves his bride, and the bride sure. loves the bridegroom, right? So when, when a husband and a wife are in a cherishing, loving relationship, we are pictures of what God wants for his church as well, for his relationship with the church. That's why it's so important to have strong marriages within the church and without the church all around and that man and woman connection is the way that God created us from the beginning of time from the book of Genesis right and we want to continue to keep that going and keep that strong even when the world says that that's not okay or not that it's not okay but that is actually there's another way to have marriages and you know not everybody believes the same way that we believe and that's okay but I truly am hoping and praying that more people can really respect the man and woman marriage the way that God created it, you know, and to cherish each other. Well put. Thank you. Well put. Thank you. Lovely bride. Thank you very much. You look beautiful today. Your hair is on fleek. What do you want? Do you want something? (laughs) Are you trying to be cherishing? (laughs) That's one example. I'm complimenting you. Thank you very much. So, Tell me about serve day. We're, we got a What's serve, serve day? day. We got a serve day coming up with the church. Okay, okay. Um, so serve day is something that our church does, and I'm sure other churches do. And we come into collaboration with many churches in our area here in Hanford, California. And we just get together and we go out and serve our community. We serve um, single mothers, foster families. There's a team that goes out and um, gives money to people just to bless them, just to simply be like, God loves you. Here's some cash. Like. What an amazing blessing that is to just not expect something and to be blessed the next day. And like I say, I think they actually pay for their groceries. Well, okay, they pay for their groceries. Yeah, I didn't even know all that. Um, I know we've been on the teams where we get to wash people's cars and just, oh gosh, yeah. some of the people just haven't had the time to take care of their cars because they're working so much or they have kids. And so getting that gift to not have to worry about cleaning their car out like we do it for them. And then they get to see kids do it too. I'm pretty excited to work with foster families this this year. We're going to be um, just kind of giving them a day of pampering and hanging out. And I'm excited to see what I'm supposed to do. So tonight's a kickoff, and tomorrow morning we'll be doing some work. And so I'm excited. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. man. 
So tell me, Tim, what have you been doing? I've been talking a lot about what I've been doing. What you been up to? Well, I mean, that's good. That's good. We we like to talk, and that's a really a good quality for <laughs> somebody that has a podcast. So, <laughs> thank you. I think, yeah. yeah, man. Okay, I was the unlucky recipient of whatever stomach flu or norovirus mm. or whatever thing is going around. Poor so baby. Wednesday night, we, we got home for some of it, um, but I think I was into the dry heaves by then. So. Yeah. About four hours of vomiting, and it was coming out Ew. both ends, if I'm being honest. That's just nasty. Yeah, well I hope that's not TMI, but, hey, we keep it real here. That's right. We keep it real uh-huh. on a messy life, man. But on the bright side, I lost about six pounds in two <laughs> days, and uh, I got to reset. Pretty much cleaned myself out, and I haven't been really super hungry, so I'm not eating as much. But I'd say I feel almost back to normal. Okay. So... Uh, what else you been doing? Been, uh, I'm glad you're healthy, thank God. <laughs> I did not, I did not want to get it, and I'm thankful you guys. Yeah. Some people were trying to tell me, oh, if he gets it, you're gonna get it. I said in the name of Jesus, I will not. I rebuke that spirit. So just so you know, you, you, you can what. pray. You can pray when somebody tries to tell they you. It was you're gonna good, get it. and and you know what? I mean, silver lining. Hmm. It, it was a good ab workout. I felt like oh I did a lot of crunches the next day. Gross. I mean, I did have my throat was pretty raw though. So yeah. I mean, there's some. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, it was not fun. It's my least favorite thing to do, and I had to do it a lot. So, oh my gosh, we're sorry for anybody out there yeah. that is dealing with it or has dealt with it. Yeah, it's we an pray ugly for you. We're praying for you that it does not last more than twenty four hours in the name of Jesus right now. So we thank you, God, so for protecting them. So what else? Uh, I've been working on my book. Your book. Details still to come. A lot of research going into this one. What number book is this? I'm pretty. This is my third one. Wow. I'm pretty excited about it, though. I'm trying not to rush it because good things take time. That's right, baby. So God's got a plan for uh, it. I want to get it done, though. So well, hopefully, know. maybe soon we can get like a little precursor. I sometimes Is that I a go. Word? Is that right? No. Nah, well, yeah, I guess uh, you could say a teaser. Yeah, I want a teaser. And um, sometimes we we'll do a reading on the here. research. Is I go down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. and it is interesting, but it slows me down. But you know, yeah. I've learned a lot about a lot of things I didn't know about. So I think that's pretty cool, though. Anyways, so um, so I hear you're doing some type of short film. You know what? You know why? Why? Because I told you. When did you tell me about a short film? Well, uh, you knew that I was going out of town to do it. So, um, yeah, I had to travel out to Kingsburg for a little part in a project. A talented young filmmakers working on out there. It's kind of a tribute to Kurt Cobain and Okay, uh, I'm excited for that. I'm Kurt's dad's friend who picked <laughs> him up when he's hitchhiking. I pick him up on a bridge and then we have a little conversation. So that's kinda yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, I had to learn some lines. It's, <laughs> it's not as easy as you would think it is. But this is your second so, Yeah, yeah. Right? It, this is your well, second short film. It's the vision of Connor McFall and it's the second time I've had the pleasure of acting in one of his films. The first one was called Caddy Wampus and it's on YouTube. So okay. it's a lot of work, but it's a it's a so much fun. And um Yeah, the the uh What is your favorite part uh, of what? Of like working on these films with these people that you barely know. Uh, well, the first time I barely knew him. Now, now I've worked with uh, a couple of them already. Yeah. But just the dedication they have—like you would think it's just, oh, we're just gonna throw a movie together. It's um, 
it's a hobby it's it's yeah a, it's it's just gonna be fun no man they they're like serious like there was people flying in from like San Francisco one guy came from Georgia like yeah when you told like me that I was like what yeah so That's pretty and, crazy. And, and the photographer the 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 um I should say the camera guy yeah the uh the people all involved are, are you know super dialed in and they you know we took we we shoot a whole lot of takes cause and these are young adults right Oh yeah, that this uh, Connor's a senior. He's gonna graduate here pretty quick. So, yeah, he's that's pretty that's pretty cool out yeah, there. That's what I said. You know, all these all the these young adults working. I don't want to call them kids. They're not kids. They're yeah, not kids. Yeah, but uh, all these young adults that are working on this are are you know pretty super cool, if that's possible to be pretty super something. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and it's uh it's a lot of fun. I think um. I think, you know, he's got a lot of talents. He's a stud athlete. He makes music. He writes the scripts, directs the films. Uh, he's motivated and focused. And I think whatever he chooses to do, he's he's going to be successful at it, whatever it is. So, oh, and our <laughs> our uh, 1985 state runner-up basketball team was on our Avenal Old Timers reunion. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, not too many people showed up. I was a little disappointed as far as from our team. Where's Avenal at? Um, For like... It's for people that don't know. It's in B F E. Do you know where that is? Bum. No. <laughs> Anyways, it's. Well, what is it close to, so that people have an idea? What's so it close so to well. Yeah, like Paso Robles. It's an hour from Paso Robles, which is over on the Central Coast. I mean, you could say it's. It's by Kettleman, and you could say it's by. Kettleman City. Kalinga, but nobody knows where those are either. Like well, Kettleman City. Some people pass through Avenal on their way to the coast, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's it's out of the way. It's, you know, over yonder, as my grandma would say. So what yonder. is it? It's never east. Uh, it's west, right? It's west of it's Hanford. The w- it's on the west side. It's on the west, west side. side. It's like going out to the middle of nowhere, but you yeah, run into a really prison. You run into a whole city. You don't really run into the prison if you're coming. You know, I guess well, if you're coming from... There's a prison out there, correct. So a lot of people that w- that yeah. live in Avenal know of Avenal as the prison, but you yeah. actually grew up in this town and had I a did. thriving career. I did. And it you were able to get honored. Well, I don't know about a thriving career, but yeah. Uh, if you got honored. That's where it all started. Um, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people come for this that are older, and I think what happens is people get more um, nostalgic and sentimental as they get older. So you see a lot of um, seniors that go to this kind of thing and not a lot of people who are middle-aged yet yeah showing up for this so there was only four people from our team that that came yeah um we've had two that that passed on but uh um i was able to talk to a couple of people who went to school with my dad class of 57 hey hey class of 57 uh, same school that's pretty um, cool so it was pretty cool talking and, you know, hearing stories about, you know, my dad and my brother came. So he was my guest. He was my plus one. And so that was pretty cool. And, and you know, we knew a lot of people. But um, I'm looking forward to the time when uh, more younger people are interested in this. But I think when they're younger, they're busy. They get busy with their life. And a lot of people yeah. leave. Yeah. A place like Avenel never want to come back. Because it's such a, there's not much to do there. I don't understand. Well, not everybody had a positive um, experience. Yeah. 
not everybody will probably come to your class reunion no. because probably not everybody uh not ha- everybody likes the Clovis same West. experience and if you you know watch some 80s movies watch some john hughes movies and you'll know what i'm talking about i guess not everybody had a good time um but anyways if you want more details about that uh basketball team you can read about it in my full blog what's uh, that blog called that is called tw messer author and it's a uh, sportsnet.home.blog sportsnet with two t's and we'll go ahead and put that and in the in the link in our little descriptions so that we yeah make man sure you guys i'll get save it. you some time you can go back to may 18th and may 26 2019 it's a two-part series hey. uh, i haven't been real um involved with that blog of late i've been involved with a lot of other stuff like this podcast and the book and the book and, just and the play and just not the play but the movie a bunch of other things yeah um but I do like to write, so I may get back into uh, putting a little content out on that blog once in a while. Okay. Well, there you go, Blue. So I guess I, d- I did an okay job of talking about myself. You did a very good job about talking about yourself. Thank and you. So Thank you. And so as we move forward, um, I am really thinking, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Do you think... We're just going to try out this little vlog thing to see what it's like. Oh, so, boy. You know, we're going to try it out one day. And I really want to do more of like a video thing as we're doing our okay. podcast. I oh think wow. that'd be cool. And can so I think. Can you put that on, on the uh, actual. I know that I've watched I think, some I think podcasts we can. where there's video with it. Yes. And so I think like we can. I think and Joe I Rogan it. does it that way. Yeah. And somebody else does. I think we'll try it. See what it's, see what it's like. I mean, this office space is not the most beautiful thing. So we may have to figure out like, sp- like what it's going to look like. But. I think that... Um, I mean, we could make it look more like a studio, but yeah. I, I like this authenticity. Yeah. It's, like <laughs> it's like, it's messy. It's messy. Like it's like the messy life. Well, we're the messy life. And there's a lot of things, I think, coming up that we really want to talk about. I mean, I do... Um, my heart is heavy for the LGBT community and also for our kids and mm-hmm. also for people to understand the importance of the sanctity of marriage and I think that's something that I probably never really like spoke about a lot on and I think it's enti- it's time for us to talk about it more often okay. and in a loving way though in a graceful way and but also not be afraid to say that it's okay that we can believe that marriage should be between a man and a woman that we believe that um, you know every single child is important and that's it is okay to say that we are pro-choice, or not pro-choice, but pro-life. And, you know, it's those are scary things to say sometimes. You and not everybody wants to hear it. But you can be pro-choice. You can be pro-choice. If, if you choose life. No. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? But, like, we don't, uh, it's not, it's not a, that? yes. Remember that uh, video, Wham? And he had that shirt that said, choose life. I don't know, I just I thought of it. I don't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, George Michael. Yes, huh? I remember George Michael. I need to go look at the shirt. Jitterbug. Yes, I remember okay. George Michael, but I'm trying to think of the shirt. Wake but it me up before you go. We should do a karaoke. S- so we oh might we do it. Yeah, we, we may will. do a karaoke thing too. So, anyway, you mean on here? Yeah. Oh why not? Oh Karaoke's oh. coming next. Oh, watch out! But yeah. So, anyways, there's some things that I'm excited to talk about, and I know it may not get a lot of love in all the circles, but I believe it's important for us to discuss as as two Christians just living in this world and dealing with a lot of things. Let me ask you this. Like sometimes I don't always know what is um, I'm ignorant to what is offensive. Mm -hmm. So when they're referred to as the 
alphabet soup or the alphabet mafia mm-hmm. is that considered to be like kind of a an insult or I don't know. I would think I would think calling any particular group um, a name that they have not given themselves offensive. Uh, and I mean, I wouldn't call them that. You know, I, I actually because but the maybe podcast they, I, I don't heard know. it on was it was a well-intentioned uh, yeah. Christian podcast, but they kept calling him that. And I thought the first time I heard that was Dave Chappelle. And I don't think he was saying it in, in a way, le- that's in a loving, loving way. Yeah. Not, yeah. not to say that I'm not, you know, I don't find Dave Chappelle funny because I do, but uh, I get, I get it. Yeah. Anyways. I, and I just, I d- yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't think we need to call anybody outside their name. Um, because You're right. Because if You're we right. don't want to be called outside our name, we shouldn't call anybody else outside You're our true, name. You're true. Because you know that there's names for us. Yeah. And I so, in I I get it. Even though it probably um, as offensive as as people probably try to be to Christians, it doesn't offend me. Yeah. But that doesn't make it okay for me to it <laughs> do it for to other people. Cor- correct. We have to be. We have to be different. We're called to be different. We're called to be loving and graceful, but we're also called to speak the truth. Um, when the time arises and when it's important. Um, and so it's not always easy. Um, nope. You're going to get people not liking you. You're going to get people yep. not agreeing with you and choosing to not love you anymore, choosing to just write you off. Um, and not everybody does that. Hopefully um, we have learned to come to more of an agreeing to disagreeing situations with people. And I think that when we can agree to disagree and still love one another and still listen to their side, but understand that we don't have to affirm a side, um, but we can empathize with what they're going through, then I think it's, I don't know, I think I just think it'd be a better world, but it's so hard for people, if I tell you I love you, but I don't agree with what you're doing, then you don't think I love you. And so that's hard. It's just like with your kid. You can tell your kid, yeah. I don't want you having sex out, you know, with some random guy. Um, this seems I love like you. a good preview for future podcasts. Yeah. So, so maybe we should. So anyways, quick. That was it for this one. We just want to wrap it up real quick. We just wanted to give you guys a little preview of what we're going to be talking about next because it's heavy on the heart. And so um, anyways, we're so happy, so happy to be back and we are going to be more consistent. So that's a promise to y'all. Don't make no promises you can't keep, bruh. Well, I should I say we're gonna. My wife, bruh. We're gonna try <laughs> to be more consistent. That's our goal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Okay, so what do you want to hear? I want to hear your dad joke for oh, the week. Oh crap! Okay. Okay, if you have one. If you don't, that's um, okay. Well, uh, I hired a handyman, and you know, I didn't tell you. I hired a handyman. I gave him a list. Oh. And when I got home, only items one, three, and five were done. Uh, turns out. He only does odd jobs. Odd jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Well, we are so happy that that was the joke for the day because he only does odd jobs. All right, guys. So we're out. This is Michelle. This is Tim. And this is. Deuces. Uh.